जय श्री गुरुदेव की जय श्रीमान महाप्रभु की जय श्री हरि नाम प्रभु की जय श्री श्री गोरा की जय श्री कार्तिक व्रात की जय श्री श्री यशोद दामोदर की जय श्री श्री राधा दामोदर की जय गोर भक्त वृंद की जय गुड इवनिंग टू ऑल ऑफ यू माय प्रणाम what we are celebrating today tamodar month and tamodar lila and so on since today guru maharaj made the brief mention but went more in the direction of questions and answers so do you agree yes, okay yes. have your blessings okay without your blessings i'm lame i'm blind and you know okay <clears throat> so Today actually we are celebrating many things today. It's also Murari Gupta's appearance day, Bhakti Pragyan Kesumara's disappearance day, and the Sarat Purnim Rasa Lila between Sri Krishna and the Gopis. So many things have going on today. I'm beginning of Kartik Brat and what we call the Damodar month, no? which we commemorate in, in this particular section of the year, the the Damodar Lila. So, maybe some brief words about Kartik month and some more words about Damodar Lila, with your permission. <laughs> so, as you know, Kartik is a very auspicious month, especially considered the month of, of Sri Radha. The name comes after her, in connection to <clears throat> to her mother Kirtida. And uh, also, some this month is called Urja Brata. I mean, many more names are there, Niyama, Seva, Urja Brata, Kartik Brata, and so on. So Urja Brata is an interesting name, I like a lot, because it comes from also one of the many names of, of Sri Radha, which is Urjeswari. So Urja, Urja means uh, resource in English. So Urjeswari will mean the goddess of resources, no? <laughs> of course, in the service of Krishna. <laughs> so Sri Radha's name, one of her names is Urjeswari, no, the Ishwari of all Urjas, of all, no? not Urjas. No? Also, she's the Ishwari of all Urjas. <laughs> As we spoke some weeks ago about Bachovega, Manasaka, all the Urjas, no? all the Vegans, no? that she's showing perfectly how to dedicate every sense for Krishna's sense. Enjoyment, as Guru Maharaj was explaining these days, that's the perfection of the of the sadaka deha. What to speak about the life of a siddha, and what to speak about Sri Radha. <laughs> no? so the, for us, the perfection is to engage all of our senses in connection to the sense objects for the sense enjoyment of Govinda. No? That's his name. Govinda means I am the sense enjoyer here. No? <laughs> so all your senses. <laughs> 
give them to me. <laughs> now Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, manmana. Manmana means give me your mind. Of course, if you will give your mind, all the senses are already included there. No, mind is the, the sixth sense. So if the mind is somewhere, the five senses are already capturing that direction. So, so Sri Radharani is a very like personification of his idea of, of offering her whole life, life heirs, and every pore and atom of her soul for the satisfaction of, of Bhagavan. So one of her names is Urjeshwari. So she's the goddess of resource, of resources. So a day like this and during all this month we can pray to to her, especially her month, so we may be able to find proper resources to express our service disposition in much more mm, like creative and deep ways, if you will. <laughs> she may be blessed us on this month in that direction. So just for Vrindavaneshwari or Jeshwari Sri Radhiki Jai. <laughs> so as you know, this is a very special month for trying to engage in some form of brata. The very name of the month sometimes is called like this, Kartik Brata, they call like the Bau Brata, which is a feature of the Vaishnava, a very prominent feature, Drita Brata, Krishna says in the Gita. Satatam Kirtayantumam. Yatantasta. Thank you. <laughs> Vrita Brata. No? I made it easy. Next time will be more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no? so he said, My devotee, which is one of the symptoms of the body. This is a bear, verse that goes next to this one that Guru Maharaj quotes so much. No? Like, Mahatmanastumam Pratam Daibim Prakriti Masrita. My devotees are under the shelter of the divine Prakriti, divine energy. And what do they do in, under that particular influence? Satatam, Kirtayantamam, Jatanta, Shudrida, Vrata, so on. No, they are always Satatam, always Kirtayantamam, doing Kirtan about me, Kirtaniya, Sadahari, Jatanta, Shudrida, Vrata, and they are making big sacrifice, big effort in order to Dvida, Vrata, to perform very f- like robust vows, no? sustainable. Bows, basically. Robust means you can sustain them. No, not like superhero bow that will last for one day. and You, know, you have to make the bow last at least for a month. <laughs> In Kartik. No? If you want to make some bow, try to do something sustainable. No, I always share this totally uh, shameful story of myself in my first Krishna Janmashtami. No? When the Buddha say, Oh Prabhu, you have to... These days very auspicious to perform some bow. So I said, okay, with all my innocence, my first and mastery, I didn't have an idea what, of all this idea of Niyama Akshana and those ups and downs of Anishtita Vayanakriya. <laughs> so I went in front of the Diti and said, oh, Mahaprabhu, Diti was Mahaprabhu. Diti. I promise that from today on, I will never eat more than required. <laughs> I made a, a Rupa Goswami like Bao, basically. <laughs> After some three months in the temple. No? <laughs> and of course, my bow lasted till midnight when they 108 preparations. <laughs> I even, at that time, I forgot I made the bow. Yeah. <laughs> I think next day I remember, oh, I made the bow. <laughs> so we should make bow, brother, that may be sustainable. 
At least you are aware when you are breaking them. <laughs> In my case, I was not even aware I was breaking them. It was so unsustainable. <laughs> no, so it's, it's recommended that some brata may be done. But, but again, something as Gurmas always emphasized, with a positive content. Because sometimes devotees conceive the idea of bratas not doing certain things. Stop doing this, stop doing that. And okay, it may help indirectly to do something. <laughs> because just avoid doing something, okay, particularly of Arjunam, but Anukulyasa Sankalpa also. No? Try to. Sankalpa means firm bow, also firm bow, firm promise of I will do what's favorable for Krishna Bhakti. Hmm? So if you do want to avoid something, that should be in the context of accepting something in a more more comprehensive way. If not, you may just be conceiving that Bhakti will be enhanced by not doing something. <laughs> bhakti comes from doing something, no? from Bhakti. So Bhakti is doing something. <laughs> so, no? so it's important to, to understand it, this idea. It's not only that, okay, during Karti I will eat only half the quantity I eat every month and I will be increasing in my, in my, I don't know what, but not precisely Bhakti most probably. You may finish the whole month developing a new Anartha and thinking that Bhakti comes from Tapasya and fasting and that was not the whole purpose of, of Kartik Brat, no? So, it's a, a nice month, a very special influence is there. No? Srimati Radharani is also let's say, the compassionate side of Sri Krishna. Not that Sri Krishna is not compassionate, he's Karuna Sindhu, <laughs> but she's more than that ocean, if you will. And so she's Karuna Mai, Karunam Kurum, Karunam, as we are seeing today in the morning. So, in this compassionate month, if you will, she's represented by her, we try to, <clears throat> to, to ask for some special blessing. That's the point of doing a brat. Doing a brat means doing a special effort to obtain a special grace, no? not just, I don't know, stop checking your Instagram for a month. No? I mean, okay, it's interesting experiment, <laughs> but the point is, I mean, I'm doing something, a particular effort. Rita Brata, Jatanta Shad Rita Brata, Krishna says in the Gita, my devotees do some effort, sustainable, healthy effort, to keep their vows. And this, if they present a new bow in a month like this, they will do a special effort with the idea of obtaining a special mercy. Because they feel a special necessity. <laughs> no? Not just, I want an extra mercy, like calculating, oh, more mercy in this month. Yeah, but you should feel yourself more required of that mercy in that month. If, if not, the more mercy won't come. I mean, So it's, it's an, a nice month, a nice chance to increase our sense of we need mercy basically that's the conclusion <laughs> not to increase our necessity of grace that actually is not uh, something that we will have to create that's a fact no that's reality you need <laughs> more grace than the one you think you need <laughs> so it's in a special month to become aware <laughs> of the real necessity of mercy all of us have <laughs> basically at least get closer to the real idea <laughs> We may never become fully aware of how much mercy we require, if you will. But at least one step further, a little bit closer. Further, not closer, sorry. <laughs> so, so, this is a month in this direction. And, well, daily we, are, we will be singing this famous 
series of mantras pronounced by Satyabrata Muni called Damodarashtakam, it's an ashtakam, a composition of eight Sanskrit uh, shlokas. And this speak about, well, we will go with the Damodar Lila now, because the, the month is called Kartik, but the month, according to the Vaishnava calendar, each month has the names of different names of Vishnu. In the order we put the Tilak, no? Damodar, I mean Keshava, Narayam, Madhava, Govinda, Vishnu, and so on. So now we are in Damodar, no? the last one. Om Damodar Ayanama, if you will. So, and of course it's connected with the Damodar Lila. And there are two Damodar Lilas, if you will. We have the Yasoda Damodar Lila and we have the Radha Damodar Lila. Mainly the one who is celebrated is the Yashoda Damodar Lila. So we will mainly speak about that, but we also share some words about Radha Damodar Lila, because Radha Damodar is a special uh, manifestation of Sisi Radha and Krishna, especially for us, coming from our particular Paribar, being, having as our grandfather, as my grandfather, or your father, in the case of some of you, Srila Prabhupada. He was in Radha Damodar, and that's a very special place for all of us. So, <clears throat> this Radha Damodar Lila, sorry, just saw the Damodar Lila, that mainly is uh, con- commemorated, commemorated every single day during this month. I mean, you don't find that generally in, in our celebration. During a whole month, every single day, that song, and there's something there. <laughs> so we don't have time now to go into the song in detail. Sufanidhi told me that Guru Maharaj gave a very nice series of talks about the whole Damodar Astakam, so it's very interesting. You can make it part of your bow in karting. <laughs> to go deep into what the meaning of all this lila is. Today I will just try to give sort of little trailer, come hopefully into that whole movie he he really is able to present. So this uh, Yashoda Damodar Lila has to do mainly with, um, as you know, the, the first age of Krishna, Kumar. We have these three ages, and each one of them are like connected to a particular um, prominent. Um, type of relationship, emotional no, experience, as Guru says. We have Kumar, Poganda and Kishore, which is, are mainly connected with... This is easy also. Kumar, Poganda, Kishore. Okay. So, this Yashoda Damodar Lila has to do with the Kumar period. Uh, so there's a lot of prominence in Batsalia Rasa, and it's very beautiful age and very beautiful lilas are depicted in that uh, moment. Even though, as we, as you know, this is one of this not one of the main, most problem, prominent currents in our particular Paribar, but nonetheless, it doesn't mean that oh no, Batsalia Rasa. <laughs> Only Priyanarma Sakya and Manjariva. That's our uh, agency. <laughs> You have to go through Batalya and the very first age of Krishna, the unfolding of the Prakat Lila. And that's something that in one sense is, will prepare the ground for the other things that will become gradually. So better we obtain some appreciation for what's there. So we'll share some of these of the Lilas that go on in this in this age till we arrive officially at the Damodar Lila per se. 
So as you know, in this age, Krishna, in the again, in the unfolding of the Prakat Lila, he's you know, like experiencing all these things that the baby experiences. You know, he starts to grow. Uh, and for example, the elder ladies in Vrindavan start to like to play with him, very enchanted, to say, where is your nose? No? So Krishna like, no? oh, and they give some sweet, no? And where is your teeth? No? And he goes, but he has no teeth yet, no? So, <laughs> they give some candy, no problem. <laughs> so, in this way, no? All the things that are connected as Guru Mahārāj, they create an emotional bond with us as humans. No? Krishna is exhibiting all this. And especially the baby age is very, for most of the people is very like, oh, no? <laughs> very capturing. No? For many reasons, of course. No? But we may we could say, I will. on one side, babies are very nice because they don't speak yet. <laughs> no? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> they start to speak, they start to look something, they have something to say, they have their own opinion, they start to differ in criteria. Not so enchanting anymore. <laughs> they should become more enchanting as they develop their own personality. But sometimes we like just for them to be our puppies, no? our toys. How nice, how nice. But also we could say from another perspective that this age is very like uh, fragile. No? So it creates lots of attraction because in our human constitution we are naturally... Uh, attracted to the idea of, of <coughs> vulnerability. No, it's something that eventually becomes enchanting for us, and that's why the Narlila is depicted as the topmost. This was Chaitanya Charitamrita mentions. Of all the Lilas, Sarva Utama Naralila. The topmost of all, Naralila. There Krishna appears in his, in his own form. He's Navakishor, eternally young, Natavar, king of dancers. Gopavesh Venukar, no? with flute in hand, dressed as Gopa. That's the ultimate form of reality, he says. But he is like human, no? so human means fragile, vulnerable. No? So that's enchanting for us. This is a famous example that once Jordan Peterson said very nicely. He quoted some sort of Zen-like, like koan-like Jewish quote. It says, what's lacking in a person who is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent? So what's lacking in that person? Imperfection. <laughs> he's lacking something no? so for the absolute to be fully complete he must include imperfection in the context of perfection and that's what we worship us no? that's our God no? tied to a stick <laughs> See, that's God that's a simple no? so, so Jordan Peterson once gave this example of, of, of the Superman series he said no? <laughs> That Superman in the beginning was, okay, yes, superhero, but eventually he became more and more superhero, like supernatural. No one could kill him, and if something hit on him, eventually he became recovered instantly. So the, the interesting thing is, as, as the more the superhero he became, the less people was interested in following the series. Because it was so perfect that it became 
not attractive for us who are not perfect. <laughs> so they started to create these new devices that cause kryptonite. Yeah. All this stuff that he could die if he enters in touch with. So mm -hmm. it started to become to to make Superman not so Superman, no? like weaker, fragile, and suddenly again more people start to follow the series. No? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so <clears throat> of course he was not speaking about Nara Lila, but I felt well. No, it's interesting to see many people reach to this type of conclusion from different backgrounds. No? In the, So we are worshiping this this form. So, <clears throat> so Krishna, especially, you know, in, in all his ages, as Guru Maharaj said the other day, you no, know, we, our God is weak. You know? <laughs> Krishna is weakened. You no, know? he's so weak in front of love, so so in so in need, so fragile. He becomes strong, but rather cooking. You no, know? he will say. <laughs> so, but in Kumar age, that weakness shows his particular face. Different ages, different particular weaknesses. You know, in Sakharasa, he's weak. He's been defeated in wrestling. You know? In Romantic Affairs, he's weakened from another side, you know? like crying separation from Radha. Mm -hmm. And in Kumara, it's a tip, particular type of weakness and fragility, if you will. No? So, but in all of them, vulnerability is there. You know? That's what guarantees his Swayam Bhagavan. <laughs> God's weakened by the strength of love. So, <clears throat> there are many nice uh, pastimes that are being narrated of how Krishna becomes totally uh, yeah, forgotten of his own situation, of own divinity. For example, there is very many of them come from the oral tradition in Vrindavan as well. But for example, there is this nice story where, where uh, Balaran says to Krishna, actually, you are not son of Yashoda and Nanda, he says. See your color. You're black. See the color of your parents. Oh, yeah. They're white skin. And Balan say, I'm white skin. So you're not the son. <laughs> so Krishna say, what? You're lying. He said. Balan say, no, no. I know, I know. One lady had a baby and she didn't desire the baby and left the baby in the forest. That was you. And Nanda Maharaj once found you and brought you here. <laughs> so Krishna started like, And he goes to his room and starts to take like one and puts his things in, in this and with a stick like, no? So he's leaving the house. So he says, where are you going, you traveler? No? I say, I'm going to look for my real mother and father. No, okay. <laughs> See, you are almost crying. <laughs> it's, it's working. <laughs> Emotional bond. Immediately. <laughs> so Yashoda said, no, no, actually... No, actually, you are our son. I can tell you. I mean, when we do not, we are not having children with Nanda Maharaj. We start to worship our, our, our Bhagavan at home, Shalagram. No, and Shalagram is. And we start to give a special prasad to him. And you know, Shalagram is black. No, so mm. the the grace, the prasad, the Shalagram gave to us was it's you. Mm -hmm. She's black. You are black. And generally, the footsteps that. Shalagram taste eventually became more black. So Krishna thought, oh, but if I keep, okay, okay, but if I eating, keep eating that, I will become even more black. And I don't, I don't like to become such, so black. No? <laughs> so that's when he started his Makanchor Lila. He said, I will start eating other things. He goes outside home, starts to steal <laughs> butter and uh, to become more white. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, there are many lilas like this. And once also Nanda Maharaj was offering to the Shalagram Boga and, and, and he was with eye closed and, and Krishna was looking and his father like, what's that doing? No, this weird stuff and moving hands and you know. And he looked at and, and, and the Sheila said, oh, it seems like a Rasagula. No? A little bit burnt by Rasagula. <laughs> so meanwhile, Nanda was like, oh, close eyes, he finished in and put the Sheila in his mouth. <laughs> so Nanda Maharaj opened, no? And there's, I mean, the Sheila is disappeared. <laughs> like Ashram Maharaj, when he has this pastime, that the, the Sheila disappear from the throne, right? <laughs> I imagine your heart was really beating faster that more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Nanda Maras was like, what's going on? Where's oh, my salagram? And suddenly he, he sees Krishna. Oh <laughs> Open your mouth. And he has a what are you doing? I mean, this is, your <laughs> this is our Bhagavan. This is God at home. You cannot eat God. I mean, <laughs> now you have to pay respects and offer obeisances. No? Krishna was thinking, Samajvari came, but I am the origin of Vishnu, Sanil, this Vishnu, and I have to climb my head in front of. Uh, this is not fair. <laughs> and the Maharaj said, Yeah, crazy. You know? To the floor. Head to the floor. <laughs> and so, also regarding to this famous Lila of. Of, of Krishna starting his Makan chore, no? wanting to become a little bit less black, if you will, <laughs> in his boy psychology, well, he started to, to, to steal Makan. Makan means uh, butter, but also you can separate Makan, Ma, one of the meaning of Ma is no. Kam means desire. Sometimes the child make display of words, Ma, Na, No, and Kam, Kam is also desire. So, no desire. The point is, the butter represents the melted hearts of the Brajavasis, where there is no desire, no separate desire. So Krishna is attracted to where there is this type of makan. So <clears throat> once he entered one house of one elder gopi, and he you know, he went all up to one pot, and he when he was about to take the butter, he saw there was there was one bell inside. Because already they, they knew, the news were there, no? <laughs> the news were spread. Hurry, be careful. <laughs> so, no, they started to take some remedial measures, no? So, one, one bell was inside the pot, so Krishna will put the hand and the bell will come and they will, he will be cut. So, he saw the bell, he started to speak to the bell. No? Because everything in Brindavan is fully conscious, no? He said, you are a bell, but I am God. Again, Aishwarya came for a moment. No? So I'm giving you an order. You, no? When I put my hand inside here, you cannot sound. <laughs> we have a deal. <laughs> so Bell said, we have a deal. Okay. put the hand. No? Bell didn't sound. So he took Malkan and he started to eat. So when he took the hand out and started to eat, Bell started to sound. <laughs> no? So he said, but I mean, we had the deal. <laughs> and he said, no, no, but you told me not to sound when you enter the, the, the path. And the scriptures say that when Bhagavan is sitting, bell has to be sounding there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at that moment, the elderly gopi comes and catches Krishna. <laughs> say, oh, no. <laughs> so he takes him by the hand and he goes to Yasoda's room to no, present it. Officially, we have the... We have the that's the point they wanted in the 
all west, no, wanted. This is similar to Krishna with the gopis, no? At every moment, it seems Jatila will catch them, but it never happens, no? In this, in this same, the same. In this case, the same. It seems that he will be catched as the thief, but never. There's always some no? squeeze in here. Mm-hmm. So this gopi is taking Krishna by the hand and, care, and taking his own son on the other hand. No? So as you know, some has, sometimes has seen in Vrindavan, she's going with the sar, like the bail like this. No? <laughs> because of the, of the son, no? like protecting a little bit. No? So he was going like this. No? And uh, so Krishna says, oh, no? wow, your, your hand is very, you are taking very strongly my hand. Can you do it a little bit softer? Say no, 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 no. I know you won't just say. So he said, "Okay, at least let me take your other hand, so I can. I mean, I can have like shared pain in half and half." <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So when when she's doing this move, actually, what Krishna does is staying in the same side and putting the, I mean, and, and letting the the son of the gopi remain in the place where he is supposedly there. Mm-hmm. So the gopi comes to Yasoda's house and he knocks. And the, no, he said, here I have the the, bat, the the thief of battery in all Vrindavan. You will see, taken in my right hand. No, So he she has her son in the right hand. <laughs> so that's what that opens and sees this scene and says, okay, take out your bail and see who is the, the thief of battery in Vrindavan. So she, as she sees her, his, her son, says, what's going on? And Krishna already was outside and behind your shoulder and all like doing like this. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> so like this, no? Like this we find so many, many nice pastimes. That, that all of them are leading up to this Damodar Lila because it's very connected to the Makantor Lila. I mean, it's connected to the idea of stealing butter, stealing yogurt, or whatever, all these dairy products, no? Issue. <laughs> so getting officially to the... Well, also one, one nice pastime that that it is being narrated in the midst of this every night that Krishna is going to bed maybe not so connected to the Makanchur Lila but it's nice to share no? Krishna is going to bed and as we, as we were children no, our mother sometimes will tell a story to us so we will, may go to sleep so when Krishna is going to sleep Yashoda will narrate Ramayana to him mm-hmm. no? So she's narrating the story of Ram and Krishna suddenly was saying, Oh, that's me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Aishwarya, but in the context of increasing Madhurya. Because that's the only thing that, the only result of that is that Yasuda will say, Stop speaking nonsense. I mean, you are not Ram, you're, you're, no? you're mine. <laughs> Mamata is there, for Mamata. You're mine. That's the, the feature of Prem. It's this idea of Mamata. Means Krishna is mine. No. Before, the idea will be, I'm yours. But at the point, you say, he's mine. He's my son, he's my friend, he's my something. And eventually he goes to, he, he falls asleep and just so that goes out to the room to shh, say to everyone in the house, don't speak loudly because it so, was so difficult to make him go to sleep. So, and eventually in the midst of the night, he will shout like, he will start to dream about the Ramayana he was hearing. No? <laughs> he will shout like, Lakshman, no? <laughs> help me to get back Sita. She was kidnapped. And so just so that here's all that thing. Oh, my son is having some nightmare. Some ghosts must be there. He's screaming. So he goes and starts with all these type of superstition things of the village. Starts to split, spit, spit on his tongue. Like things like in the village are, are considered 
he will be protected from nightmares and things like this. So eventually we reach the Damodar Lila, and you know this scene. There, after this Makanchor Lila, Josuda was concerned, Krishna is going to steal butter, yogurt outside the house, and we are the kings, queen and queen of the whole branch community, the whole Calhoun community. Why doesn't he want milk from here? No, if, if, not to compare, of course, myself to Krishna, but if, if, if I go and say back to Rasa, I won't take any more this milk, but Rasa, I will steal something here. And say, what? No, no, <laughs> of course, applying to Krishna has been much more particular because Yasuda said she started, as you know, to uh, prepare herself a specific milk from a specific cow. We had a specific uh, grass. So it is described how she was like also churning the, the milk and making different products and the Bhagavatam describes her very beautifully like a like a Kirtan lady, you no, know, like a whole Kirtan performed by her only by Yashoda, you no, know, with the movement of, of her feet and the how do you say ankle bells, mm-hmm. you no? Know, mm-hmm. Some rhythm was there like a drum and, and her bangles were creating like something like cartels mm-hmm. and of course she was composing at this on the spot spontaneous Kirtan. No, narrating Govinda, Damodara, Madhaviti, and so many other kirtans about Krishna. So the whole orchestra was in her. Mm-hmm. No? So such a kirtan was the result of that. Krishna had to appear, of course. <laughs> so this was early in the morning that Yasoda was preparing all the things, but Krishna was still sleeping. So Krishna appears like, huh? how do you say this in English? When you are Ready sleeping. And, okay. <laughs> it was easier than I thought. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and he starts like to cry for milk, no? So as you know, Yasoda also had some milk on the stove. No? So she calls Krishna, takes him, her, him to to her uh, lap, starts giving milk, and uh, and the two of them are totally like hypnotized no? by the prem of the other one. So the milk in the stove was there, some time was passing, and the milk realized something. Again, everything is conscious there. Bell, milk, anything. Anything is basically composed of of prem. The other day we were reading the the Benu Gita and there's described when the gr- the cows are going to eat grass, actually they are eating prem. <laughs> the grass is made of prem. So they eat the grass and they give milk. And the milk is not milk, it's prem. <laughs> and the ones who take that milk increase their prem. <laughs> and they share that prem in the form of whatever <laughs> that creates more grass and more milk. <laughs> so everything is composed of prem. No? So it's very, I mean, we may say, okay, cow is eating grass, but we should understand the ontological background, what's going on really there. No? <laughs> so, so the point is that the, the milk realized, oh, Yashoda has unlimited capacity of giving prem to Krishna. And Krishna has unlimited capacity to take that. So this will never end. <laughs> no? The whole Prakat Lila ends there. Because Yashoda has unlimited capacity to give prem. No? She's Asraya, no? Bila, Bila, uh, help me with the technical term. Alambana, Asraya Lambana, and Krishna being Vishaya Lambana, the object, he has full capacity to extract and take unendlessly. Yeah? 
-hmm. Okay. So the milk say, oh, I won't have any opportunity of rendering any seva, because the two of them are just like mm -hmm. in love, basically. <laughs> so that's the point when the milk decides, okay, I will do something to huh? disrupt their trance. Sometimes the chair have, have said the milk wanted to commit suicide at that point. No. Overflowing. <laughs> so milk touched touched the, the fire and you no, know, if milk touched the fire you know what happened. Patrasa knows <laughs> many times these days I've seen. <laughs> you hear the sound and you see after that Bhaktarasa running. <laughs> <laughs> She's really aware of that. She was not distracted, was absorbing some other so, when this happened, of course, immediately, Jasoda you know, put Krishna on the side and goes running to save the milk. You know, to, we don't like suicide in Golok. <laughs> so she turns off the stove. Now this is called Tadiya Seva in Sanskrit. No? Tadiya means those things that are, how to say, like dedicated to the service of Krishna. Actually, they are more special for us than Krishna himself. In other words, we are not after Krishna. We are after Krishna Bhakti, Krishna Prem. And there are certain paraphernalia not, that will not only help us to serve, but in this case, that is already made of service disposition. I mean, again, milk in Vrindavan is liquid Prem <laughs> overflowing. <laughs> no? Milk represents affection, as you know. And there the affection just overflows. This is famous verse from the Puranas that say, Aradhananam sarvisham vishnor aradhanam puram tasmat paratanam divi tadiyanam samarjana where Shiva says to Parvati, of all objects of worship, the topmost is Vishnu and when she saw Parvati a little bit depressed, <laughs> Say, but above even Vishnu's worship, worship of Bhagavan, Tadiyanam Samarchanam. The most complete form of worship is Tadiya. Worship of the devotees will, could mean, which means they are paraphernalia in the service of Krishna, <laughs> basically. Tadiya. Sometimes Tulasi, Ganga, Vaishnava are connected to this idea of Tadiya. Things that are uh, inherently in their disposition for the exists for the pleasure of Krishna. So we should become in this and turn to this to the uh, club, if you will. <laughs> so Yashoda was giving this teaching. There are lots of philosophical points to draw from this <laughs> So no, running to protect because with that condensed milk she was planning I will do sweets for the pleasure of Krishna. Mm -hmm. no. So she put Krishna aside and ran after Krishna's pleasure, <laughs> although externally may seem the opposite, no? so you have to pay close attention when you approach Brajalila. So, of course, for the dynamics of the Lila, Krishna didn't like that, so he started to to cry and to ask for more Prem, basically. I mean, he was crying for Prem, strictly speaking. So, that's legal <laughs> in the context of the Kumar Lila. So, as you know, eventually he got enraged and he just like pff, no, broke some yogurt pot and pff, started to make some spray every direction. And Krishna was very excited with the show. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
So he, and eventually he, he knew he did some mischievous things, so he just kind of disappeared and took some yogurt and took more stuff in the way, some other dairy products, some butter, and he called some monkeys, as you know, because he had this sensibility. You know, as he was dreaming about Ramayana, he was also... Mm. Ajvarya comes and says, oh, he, he thought, in my previous appearance as Ramachandra, the monkeys helped me so much. But I was not able to feed them properly. I was living in the exile in the forest. I have to give some roots. Now I will feed them properly. Also yogurt, butter, whatever. <laughs> so some Ashwarya appears, as you know, but only to 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 nurture Madhura, basically. <laughs> so, so well, as you know, the point is that Yashoda mentally returns. And Krishna thought he was hidden, but the point is that he was trying to hide, but he left a whole, how do you call Footprint. Footprints of butter. <laughs> no? So he made, he just showed the, showed the way, actually. I'm here. <laughs> but all the footprints were in a particular place. So Yashoda was there. No? And Krishna saw her. And he thought, well, a cultured lady in the Vedic tradition will never go running in the streets. So I will run in the street, and she won't run after me. So Krishna started running, but just so started running. So, so you, you, we see this particular scene that is always depicted: no? that Krishna is he who is feared by fear personified. Now who is running after just saw the stick? That as the scriptures say, just so they have the stick, but in her psychology, he she will never use the stick with Krishna. He, he, she could never do that. But it was just you know, a symbolic representation of, you know, I want you to get educated. Basically, that's the idea. You know? Because if you become just a rebel without a cause, <laughs> you will end up in jail. You, know? I mean, you will become a monster if, when you are a teenager. So she, wanted, she, she didn't want that. <laughs> so she wanted to educate him. This is the psychology of Jasoda Nanda, no? as, as you maybe remember when when Krishna lifted Govardhan, after lifting Govardhan, just one publicity section, we go out from Dhammudar Lila and we return. <laughs> he lifted Govardhan and after the whole Lila, which is really Ashtvarya-like Lila, I mean, a few years lifting a mountain with one finger for one week, it's, I mean, if that's not Ashtvarya, what's Ashtvarya? No? <laughs> but even more, like, astounding is that the Brajabhasis were not feeling, wow. Some few were like, something weird happened here. No? So some elders went to Nanda Maharaj and said, I think your son has something special. <laughs> I mean, this situation repeats over many lilas, no? <laughs> some Rajabhasi go into Nanda and say, maybe your son is something more than your son. And there's, there's, the answer is always the same. Remember what Gargamuni said. <laughs> no? My Narayan will do incredible things through Krishna. Period. <laughs> so, but in this case, Nanda Maharaj said something more apart from that classical aphorism like Siddhanta. He was, that was his sutra. <laughs> End of the topic. Next question. <laughs> and in this case, he said, even if Krishna is my, is God, is, even if my son is God, first, he is my son. Mm. Second, he is God. <laughs> imagine the psychology imagine if, if you have a son and someone says your son is God actually mm. and, and you even get to realize oh it seems he's God but your 
parental, mm-hmm. maternal feelings so much, I say, but first, he's my son. Mm-hmm. I mean, second, whatever you like, even God. <laughs> but first, <laughs> he's my son. Also, this mama tastes like very mm-hmm. powerful. Huh? So, so this is the psychology there. No? <clears throat> so that's what I was chasing after Krishna. And as you know, I will try to make brief these chapters in, in the Bhagavad. So he's running, and she's running after him and getting tired. Uh, she's not so young, and sometimes it's being depicted in the, in the very nice painting, but they were all more all older than was depicted. Nanda Maharaj was almost like Krishna's grandfather at that time, it is said. Mm-hmm. And the concern, remember, was that, oh, we are already <laughs> quite old and we don't have a son. No? So that was the main concern. No? So the time is expiring for that. No? <laughs> Maybe we can put a little bit white here, and that will be perfect. <laughs> So Nanda Maharaj was more like the grandfather of Krishna. It is said that he had like a long suit with many pockets, and there he had like cookies and sweets and toys. No? So he would like give to Krishna. No? No? And before having, and before having Krishna, Nanda Maharaj was like a really dharmic, grihasiva, more like a sannyasi, very austere, like. But after having Krishna, he was like a total Grihamedi, <laughs> attached to house and so on, and, all, and giving things and eat and toys and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so. <laughs> you can see the very nice painting. <laughs> you see, but Ras is very charming, even though it's not our window of opportunity. I mean, we should get charmed for that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so the point that eventually the sun is running. Too much, her flower, the flowers in the hair has become like falling from her hair, and the whole village is seeing this scene and laughing about the whole thing, and she's not able to reach Krishna. <clears throat> so, as you know, eventually, uh, when Krishna sees um, the sacrifice of her mother, the, the attempt to catch him, uh, because she wanted to catch him also because of this idea, maybe he wants to leave home and he won't be back. I, I, I mean, that will be like the end of. Just show that. <laughs> so she wanted to um, be sure that he will stay with us. <laughs> I don't want him to become traumatized and wanted to go living somewhere else. So eventually, as you know, Krishna is captured by Yashoda and she puts him to the mortar, tries takes the the rope and when she's about to make the knots two fingers short, no? So she brings like four fingers else more extra, two fingers short. <laughs> so, again, Samashwarya is there, no? because I mean, this, is a, this is one, this is the functions of Yoga Maya, no? Yoga Maya sometimes is hiding something, and sometimes is showing something. And in other words, Yoga Maya sometimes allows something to happen, and sometimes doesn't allow something to happen. So first, Yoga Maya was not allowing just so the two to tie Krishna. And eventually that happened. No? It is said when Krishna was really appreciating her effort and the intention of her effort. Again, externally you may feel that will be in the news. A mother tying her son to a stick with a rope. I mean, it's like from Neanderthal times or something like this. No? Really like archaic or what are you doing? But Krishna said, no, this is really real Vatsalya. She's really concerned about me. <laughs> She's doing that out of prem. And, as you know, these two fingers, well, represent many things, but main teaching is effort and mercy. 
Mm. No? And interestingly, in Sanskrit, the word one of the words for this is kripa. Mm. Kripa. Kripa means mercy, but the etymological meaning of kripa is kripa. No? Kri means come from kriya or for doing for effort. And pa comes from the Sanskrit pasieri or some other words and many pas or something. There are many words in Sanskrit that mean attain. No? With pa. So kripa means grace, but the implication of grace is you have to make some effort to attain kripa. As Guru Mahas say, no? we make effort to attain grace. No? <laughs> so the, the, the fact that we are receiving costless mercy doesn't mean that we won't do any effort. We should know how to deal with this idea of costless mercy because we may think, costless mercy? I mean, there's no currency to pay it, so I will just ask that. No, you have to make the best of your efforts, understanding this won't be enough, <laughs> but this is like some preliminary uh, ground for asking particular grace from a real sincere side. Because it's just I'm asking costless mercy without making the proper sacrifice I can do I could be doing. I mean my, my prayer for costless mercy is a little cheap. <laughs> so if I do as much as I can from my side, from that ground I can pray for mercy and mercy will come. I will and in that way I will be able to appreciate that mercy really as costless mercy. Hmm? And, and if I, I'm really aware that mercy is costless and there is nothing I can do to receive it, I will really, that will be a really humbling experience. As Guru was saying to us the other day, when we were speaking about pride, I think, and he said, well, if you understand that you are here in Bhakti, not because of any of your attributes you may have, you may have attributes, you may objectively realize, I have some intelligence, I, I place... I play whatever, guitar nicely, or I paint nicely. I mean, you can objectively recognize that, but none of those attributes qualify you for bhakti. <laughs> so there's no reason that you can become proud of your devotional status, because only bhakti qualified you. And bhakti is, as we know, a gift. So a gift is qualifying us, how you can become proud. The fact that we become proud it means we are still not so sober, basically. <laughs> so we are feeling and seeing something that is not actual reality. Because actual reality is such that it will only first foster humility. That's what Mahaprabhu was saying in the third verse of Sikshastra. <laughs> I mean, it's not an anti-natural forced thing. It's a natural thing to see, to see the reality in, in the humble way. So, well, the point is that eventually Yashoda... Hmm? Uh, Tied Krishna. And of course, no, the tying symbol, no, the rope symbol, has to, a lot to do with this uh, conception that we were speaking today in the beginning. No? We worship a weak God, a controlled God, <laughs> a, a vulnerable God. That when you appreciate from the proper angle, it implies that's the most powerful face of the Absolute. <laughs> no? So this. The other day we were also quoting one nice verse from the Benu Gita, the last, almost the last one, the one before the last one. And there, Krishna and Balaram are described when they are in the forest with the cows by, and having two types of ropes. 
Pars, near, near yoga and parsa. So it say that near yoga, near yoga is, is a type of rope that Krishna puts in his turban, and that he uses for tying the calves while the mothers are being milked. Mm-hmm. No? And they tie the calves in such a way that they look at the mother's face, so they can mm-hmm. remain quiet relatively. <laughs> Mom is there, so okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second no, rope, pasu, they have Krishna has on the, his right. How do you call? Bent? No, you, yeah. And that's for tying the, the back legs of the cows, so they do not kick the milker, the one who is doing. The, of course, Jiva Goswami says in the meaning of the verse, "Well, generally in Brindavan, the cows are not kicking; <laughs> they are quiet. But there may be some exception to the rule. <laughs> some punk cow there, like <laughs> so. That other rope is there." But again, when, when the charities explain more and more these verse, all these robes have to do with Prem. Again, everything is Vrindavan is Prem. The robes are made of Prem. <laughs> so, no. One is tied, the other is tying, but the, other, the one who is tying is being tied. So <laughs> there is rope everywhere. No? Everyone is no? tied here and there. So. <laughs> and that's real freedom from bondage no? <laughs> that's the point now we are tied guna means rope so that's a particular rope that's a particular another type of rope that, there's another type of guna there another no? type of attribute we creates a type of bonding and that's what yoga is about yoga means bond link connect tie no. Maybe we won't, we won't say it so directly. You know, if someone invites me to a yoga studio to preach, I will say, <laughs> actually, this means tying with a rope. What, yoga? We are speaking about yoga. Yeah. <laughs> there you see the perfection of yoga there. No? Perfection of bonding or linking or tying. So. So as you know, the lila continues. Krishna is being tied with the rope. Just so that live for doing some other household duties. And eventually, very briefly, we have this second like lila connected to the Damodar lila, which is the, the the liberation of the Arjun trees. Trees, which which will, the two of them were Manakumar Manigriv, Manakumar Manigriv in the previous life. Well, you know the whole story. They were cursed to be born as trees. They were naked as in heavenly realm, and Nara say them like naked, totally intoxicated, standing uh, like a little bit inert. Say, okay, if you like that, okay, <laughs> take a tree form. No? Like if you are in this human body and you are Miss Universe, no? and you are like your whole life looking at yourself to the mirror, <laughs> so beautiful. Okay, oh, no. <laughs> you like to pose, pose, is it? For years, you'll be. Have, you have we have a facility for you. Uh, One thousand years posing uh, the tree, <laughs> Miss Universe, to the forest. <laughs> so, so the point is that Yashoda was already, how say, consterned? No, consterned. No, in Spanish we have the word like disturbed by the whole thing. I mean, okay, she she tied Krishna, but it, it's not that she was happy for doing that. I mean, she was like whatever, I, I need to do this. But she was like, could not stop thinking about that. So as you know, Krishna was tied. He knew about the whole situation with the trees. He put the mortar in between. Well, I'm making a long story short, no? So the two 
big trees were uprooted. So you can imagine how Shasoda felt when she heard the sound of those two trees. They were the only trees close to Krishna. So she immediately relayed, oh, I mean, those trees are the ones who were next to Krishna. And she connected. I mean, I mean, she was not able even to think, maybe Krishna died, because it, w- it would be too much. No? Just to think that she will have died. <laughs> so, But the, the glimpse of that was starting to appear, and of course she felt, I mean, she was the one to blame in that regard, because she tied him close to the trees. And she was like... So eventually, no, you know Krishna takes the, puts the, uproots the trees, and, and, and Nanda Maharaj comes, because Jasoda became totally... In Stamba, she became like paralyzed, paralyzed. She was not able like to process, to operate. She was like shock. So Nanda Maharaj came and said, what happened? Why are you tied here? Uh, can you say, Maya tied me. Mom tied me. And I'm, 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 why is she tied you? No? Nanda Maharaj was more again, he was like a grandfather. <laughs> so you know, grandfather are more like, no? <laughs> so why is she tied you? You want me to chastise her for the, for tying you? She just say no, 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 do not chastise her. But she say I don't want to be with her anymore. She just say no. Imagine a strong statement. <laughs> I say baby will say to her mom, I don't want, I don't love you anymore. I don't love you more. <laughs> so eventually, Krishna's un- being untied, and and and, and takes him to the house and makes him relax after the traumatic experience of being tied, you know, some cow urine on him, some another some elements to relax him. <laughs> and eventually Nanda said, well, okay, I think, I, I think, Nanda said, I think, because Krishna is mainly spending time with Yasoda and that with Nanda at that time. You know? So he said, now you can go with Yasoda and play with her. I said, no, no, I don't want to go back with her. And tonight I won't be going to sleep with her, you know, because sometimes he was sleeping, oh, baby, I will be sleeping with you. No? No, so. <laughs> so, and just thought again, was still, like, fall, like, falling unconscious on the ground without knowing what happened. No? So the two of them were, actually were suffering, no? but this is, was the situation. So eventually Rohini comes in place, and she knows how Jasoda is. So she left Jasoda for a while in taking care of us. And she went to Krishna, who was saying all the things. I don't want to see mom anymore. I will, I will. And she said that Rohini knew how to, how to activate you know, the psychology of, of this. Say, but what if you never see your mother again? If she dies tomorrow. Something, some tragic idea. So Krishna heard that. And, Started to pray and call. <laughs> and just so that when that that's the only thing that woke up woke just so that so, so she woke up and was running, crying. No, says Krishna, no? and Krishna was running very similar to the the picture, but the two of them crying tremendously. <laughs> no, so the two of them were crying, and finally they met together and they big be, embrace, and all the brush was just like crying, being witnessing that scene. No? So we have the happy end of the Damodar Lila there. No? So Damodar means no, the one who is tied in the Udar, in the belly. Belly, you say, no? So tied, as we know, ultimately we are speaking about tied by love. <clears throat> and, and very brief, briefly also what's celebrated also in this day is this other tying, as I told you, Radha Damodar. 
That's the last verse of this song we were invoking today, no? Nama Radhikaya Padi Apriya Nama Nantalilaya Divaya Namaste Sudamas Purabdi Invokes Sri Mati Radharani. The whole I mean whole verses are about just so the Dhamma, just so the Dhamma, just so and suddenly Radha Dhamma there no? on closing of the because there is a one one point is described that secretly in Braj Radha and Krishna perform this marriage lila, no when in the marriage you are tying, no? you're close to the no, husband and wife get tied and they remain with the no, so in a secret bower one day it is narrated in the scriptures that they do this Damodar, no? So they were like tied together. Because as you say, no, we, we speak about in terms of parakia, but in Tatwa at least it's Swakia. In Tatwa I mean, they belong to each other. They do not belong to any anyone else. She rather has a so called husband, as we say always. No? So so also we celebrate this month being Karti in the month of Sri Matiradarani also is Srada Damodar. So some words so we can try to pray and infuse ourselves in this very auspicious occasion. Sri Radha Damodar Kija, Sri Dasoda Damodar Kija, Kartik Brati Kija. I don't know if there is any questions and remaining minutes regarding what we were Maybe sharing today or connected to that or some commentary, Maharaj, the devotees. <clears throat> I have a question. Yeah. Um, towards the end, you were mentioning the uh, apparent parakya of Radha Krishna and the tapa Swarkiya. Guru his class yesterday um, briefly mentioned in his narrative the idea <coughs> of. Um, Radha's husband sleeping in the couch. <laughs> I never heard that before. I didn't know if you had any insight into that. Well, <clears throat> that's that's uh, how do you say in English? Hinted, no? Hinted? Yeah. Hinted in the Gopinda Lilamrita. Mm-hmm. So, and I asked him, and, and yes, he was taken from that section. The, the, the idea. It's not like mentioned overtly as he's mentioned mm. the whole depiction of his condition, if you will. <laughs> but there is some hint being given in the Govinda Lamberton, you know, that he's I mean of course of course there is there is part of the of the dynamics of the Lila. I mean, you need Abhimanyu to be sleeping somewhere else in order to rather I mean, disappear from the room all night long. <laughs> And nobody will know. <laughs> She's not there. <laughs> I mean, if the husband is there next to her all night long, so Lila Shakti Jogamaya no? makes Vimanyu an eunuch. Eunuch, you say? Eunuch. No? So he goes to the cow shed and he has his private affair to solve, <laughs> if you will. So that facilitates Radha's like, sneaking, you say? And then I submit Krishna. But basically that's the that I know the only place that is even not mentioned mentioned openly but just like hinted. Mm-hmm. Govinda Lamta has a lot of this. Well all these Rasa Shastras, Krishna Bhavanamrita, Govinda Lamta has lots of uh, hinted, mm-hmm. huh? like suggested things that you really have to as Gurmas was saying the other day, first you have to know Sanskrit to really catch everything that's going on. <laughs> But even if you read the translation in English, 
if you are not like educated on certain ideas, you won't be able even to read between the lines of many things that are being said on some level. So this is one of them. Because it is said, no, that it's more <clears throat> well, Paroksha Mamachapriam Krishna de Bhagavatam. I, I, I indirect speech is more pleasing to me. No? So when things are I just proclaim overtly, it doesn't have a taste. No? This is mentioned also by Vishwanachakavarti Thakur in Prema Samput. He says, if you have a friend <clears throat> and your friend is really hungry and you really love your friend, you will go and get the best food stuff of the four types of foods no, that you know, Chaturvidashri, Bhagavad Prasad, and you will start to prepare all those things no? and maybe your friend will see you doing that. Will, mm-hmm. And wh- who is for... No, it's not for you. No. <laughs> And eventually you prepare it. <laughs> because if you say, oh, I'm preparing this for you, um, no, it's, uh, loses rasa. No? So he will say, it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> so he okay. So eventually, it's for you. <laughs> so in the same way, no? Overtly, it's not so pleasing. Especially when we deal with, of course, esoteric, in esoteric terms, things should be deal with in it. In such a way that only the ones who have ears for that will catch the thing. And the ones who are not qualified for that, well, are not qualified for that yet. <laughs> and they become, but they are not like forced into an area that they are not qualified for. And they may get some other meaning. Mm-hmm. As Guru Mahath was explaining the other day, this verse of the Bhagavad Gita regarding the night and the day for the wise and the ignorant, and how it applies in Brinda. <laughs> no, so you see, you know, for some... That's too much. No? That applic- that's not the verse of Bhagavad Gita. But for the Brajavasi, that's the meaning of, of Bhagavad Gita. No? <laughs> it has application in a whole different esoteric context. So, so gradually we will awake to that reality and we, you will read Bhagavad Gita and you will think in all in terms of, of, li- of the living right now. <laughs> oh, here Krishna is saying this, here Krishna is saying that, thinking in Kurukshetra about his meeting with the... Uh, as Guru Mahesh gave, gave many commentaries and hints in his commentary to the Bhagavad Gita. No? But yes, only hinted there. <clears throat> and again, Abhimanyu is just like a dreamlike figure, if you will. No? It is said that in, in the Aprakat, he is not actually... F- he doesn't take a form. It's just the, the notion there is uh, an Abhimanju, just to fuel the Parakya dynamics. And in the Prakat Lila, he takes an actual form. Jatila is there, Kutila is there, Abhimanju is there. And that, of course, is serving again the, the, the dynamics of the Parakya. So Sri Radha has a very dysfunctional family she's living with there, as we spoke at the time, I think. No? Because I explained to you the names of these three persons, Jatila, Kutila. No? <clears throat> Jatila refers to the Jata, when you make like a knot in your hair, that the hair becomes like, how do you say, like like dreadlock? Like, <laughs> no? That's called Sanskrit Jata. No? So it means Jatila has this type of nature. No? Like, <laughs> Dreadlock nature. <laughs> Not because she hears reggae and all this stuff. No? Dreadlock nature and the other hairs. <laughs> and, and then you have kutila. Kutila, what does the meaning of, what's the meaning of the word kutila? Hmm? Kutila bhavet. 
Tila means crooked. Love moves, moves in a crooked way. So, Kutila is crooked. Always thinking, mm, where is going? She, Radharani is going. I know where she I'm suspecting she's going to meet Krishna. Uh, she's always in this type of frequency. <coughs> and trying to catch her, but never is able to do that. No? I think we shared some Lila last time from the Chamatkar Chandri from Bisuna Chakravarti Thakur. Many funny Lilas were. All the Lilas have the same dynamic. They are suspecting about, about Krishna and Radha, and when they are about to catch them, the whole Lila appears in such a way that they, are, they end up doing the ridicule. No? And they are the guilty ones, and, all, and, and Radha and Krishna remain like very <laughs> pious and pure. <laughs> Lila Shakti Ki Jai. And Abhiman, you come from Abhiman. Abhiman means like my, the consideration I have about myself. So if you have very, as you say, Guru Abhiman, it's like, oh, I'm Guru. And I make you feel that I'm Guru. All right. Some other word of saying ego. So Abhiman has this idea of I'm very big chest, not like very powerful. Many cows and whatever, no? So, Rad is in the midst of such a dysfunctional <laughs> landscape, <laughs> daily. That's tapasya. That's not easy to be Rad. <laughs> and every single day, absorbing Krishna, thinking how to... No? <laughs> and finally, meet him. And of course, all that is increasing the... Again, the parakya and the experience of Rasa for both parties. Bhavi Manju Ki Jai. Some role is there. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just wondering Mara. what where you heard all those stories of when you were a baby, where you read that. Well, as I mentioned, no, many of them, some of them are, of course, in the scriptures, like Lila Grantas, like books I, I've told you. Uh, but some of them, as, as I also told you, is, are part of oral tradition in Vrindavan, which most, many of them are also presented the one we call, what is called sometimes Astaniyama Seva, which is like, Guru Mahasaya has been speaking these days about Astakaliya Lila. But you go to Raj mainly and you find um, certain moments of the year, especially Janmastami time like this, they present this like uh, Astakaliya Lila in, in drama performance. Mm-hmm. No? So there are many, I mean they present, they do like I was reading one book connected to that now. I finished already. So, so they present the, 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 eight, the whole day of Krishna in eight days. So first day, they start with the first period of time from 3.36 to 6. So all people have to go at that time of the day to see the drama. And it's full. It's not that, oh, too early. I mean, packed. So all the little of that time period of the day. After that, the second day, Lila starts six till eight twenty-four, packed again, <laughs> and, and so on. No? So, in, and in this type of performances, many of these lilas are, of course, no. The Astakalia lila is more connected to the aprakat, no? and, and then you don't have so much disunfolding of the ages that you have in the prakat. But in these performances, they kind of mix a little bit that, and, and because they want also to show these Kumar lilas, and so some of these lilas are coming. Like oral tradition, which also, I mean, for me, it's not just less bona fide because, I mean, you were happy by hearing them. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure it was not something, oh, let's create some idea, some, I mean, all the things are coming. Oral tradition means, I mean, we follow oral tradition as well. 
different devotees may have different insights, different revelations, different lilas appearing there, and that becomes part of the tradition, no? That's enriching the tradition. No? <coughs> so a little bit here and there, no? some books about this, some talks of different sadhus, oral tradition. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. Okay. To say, Gorada Madhuki Jai, Shri Hari Nam Sankirtan Ki Jai, Shri Kartik Brat Ki Jai, Gor Bhakta Vrindaki Jai, Gor Praman, Hari Gor.